listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In this podcast, Romy Bernstein joins us. She's based in Melbourne and is a registered integrative nutritionist, accredited health and wellness coach and and body image expert with more than 22 years experience working in the nutrition and health industry. Romy also specializes in women's health. In this episode, we talk about nutrition, running a business, midlife health, and loads more. Hi, Robbie. Thanks for joining us here today. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Alison? I'm good. I'm always good when I'm around you. (laughs) Likewise. Yeah. So I would love you to introduce yourself to everyone. Okay, um, so I'm Romy and I am a Melbourne-based uh, registered nutritionist, a accredited health and wellness coach and also a body image coach. Okay. And that is my professional hat that I wear. I'm also a mother to three young adults and two dogs and uh, living in the suburbs of Leafy, Melbourne. Wow. Are your kids all still living at home or have some moved out now? No, they're very much comfortable at home. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. I've still got one at school, so right. Yeah, no, they are in the home, loving being in the bubble where it's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, understandable. <laughs> very understandable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So when you, I mean, you've had like quite a long career. Um, at what point did you break out and create your own business? Well, look, to be honest, I've had a very, I mean, I've been in the nutrition and food space for about 22 years. Um, It's been a very um, PC career, uh, as in I've gone in a lot of different directions and, um, and I really started my career as a nutritionist running my own business. It was a business called Healthy Tummies where I was running um, education programs in schools for school-aged children. And then I actually um, put that on hold when I had my third child and I started up a muesli business with a very close friend of mine. So we went into food manufacturing um, and food wholesaling and we were selling into retail stores and cafes under the brand of Nush Muesli, which was a very interesting journey um, on food production. And then I tipped back to nutrition and um, set up a food charity for food relief uh, called Our Village Kitchen. And I did that while I was working in a school teaching children, um, more middle-aged, middle school children about uh, life skills in the kitchen and healthy nutrition and healthy cooking And then I got back into nutritional counselling. Then I furthered my studies with some health and wellness coaching and some further studies. And I started my own business again officially back about five years ago. Yeah. And I've been running private practice um, in out of two different locations, one in a private practice that I run myself and also in a big medical centre in Hawthorne. Oh, my gosh. so a few different things. Yeah, but, you know, I think that that's so good to have, like, a career like that because you can piece all your experience and connections and everything and and you end up with, like, a really, really well-rounded offering and business. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look, I have, look, I'm one of those people that love to learn. So I'm continually studying different um, courses mm-hmm. and certifications. Um, I'm, I'm constantly wanting to learn how to be better at what I do. Um, I mean, I've evolved personally so much since I started my nutrition because nutrition has evolved so much over the last 22 years. And, and that, that, that was my next question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's your next question? Oh, well, I was literally just about to say, you know, talk about the conflict between all the nutrition advice out there because it's like one minute you can go down one path and then you realise it's wrong for you or it's extreme. And I feel like we're, well, I don't feel like I know we're kind of coming to a much more balanced approach, but just talk us through it from your perspective. Yeah, look, I think what I see in clinic is that everyone's just extremely confused and conflicted about what to eat Um, because the reality is that nutrition as a science just continually evolves. The researchers and scientists are continually digging deeper and finding out more and more things about the way the body connects with food and, you know, not just from a physical point of view, but from an emotional and a mental point of view. So the science keeps on evolving and it's really hard to keep up with the science. And the other thing about all these studies is that a lot of it is quite conflicting. So you'll get a group of uh, researchers studying one thing, for example, and then you'll have a group of researchers studying an opposing thing. And they'll both kind of, you know, have quite valid, um, you know, conclusions about their studies but you know that can be quite confusing even as a professional to go well okay well which one's actually correct and the other thing is a lot of the studies are done um you know not necessarily uh big studies a lot of the studies that come out are just done on small numbers of people or even laboratory animals and then it's sort of translated into well this is the best way to eat don't eat this this is toxic this is poison this is healthy this is not So there's a lot of science confusion out there. Um, On top of that, there's just a super boom of products, of foods on the shelves. So, you know, when we used to eat very basic back 20, 30 years ago, um, there's so much more choice now. So it's very confusing. And food marketing is also extremely uh, clever. Um, And, you know, it's very hard to know almost what you're eating and also what, you know, what's actually the best foods for you to buy for you and your family. So shopping can become a bit of a shopping minefield as well. The other thing is there's so many different dietary theories out there and some of them have gone viral and just become really huge and people don't understand that, you know, these are just theories. These are just recommendations of how to eat for a certain outcome but people sort of take them like gospel almost and um, take them very seriously and people can get caught very much down that rabbit hole of cutting out a lot of foods that they don't need to um, and also just uh, not really working knowing what the like they can go down for example the keto path or the vegan path or the paleo path but it might not actually be the best path for them and their body because we're all very individual. So that's quite confusing as well. And plus, you know, just hop on social media and there are so many wellness influencers out there preaching information that is often misinformation as well. So no wonder everyone's very confused. It's a, it is a minefield. How, how do you eat in your household? Um, I would say that we are quite balanced. Um, Look, we are quite whole foodie and wholesome. Um, I have a lot of fresh produce in my house. Um, 
you know, we cook uh, a lot of vegetables. We're quite plant-based, but, you know, we obviously have meat and fish and chicken because I have, you know, a big family and we're not like vegetarian or vegan, but we eat mainly plant-based. Um, you know, we have processed and packaged foods in the house, but I'm quite careful about, you know, what I choose to buy. But we're not certainly um, strict because I really believe in flexibility with food and I believe that's, you know, healthy relationship with food is really, really important and I want to instill that on my kids. But, you know, we do, my kids understand that there are foods that are going to make you feel well, feel strong, um, can feel nourished, help you thrive and live, you know, optimally. But they also, you know, know my mantra, which is about everything. Well, not in moderation, because I don't believe everything can be in moderation, because I don't think that ultra processed foods, we should be eating them the same way we're eating, you know, vegetables. But, you know, like there's a time, there's a place for everything, you know, and I feel like, you know, we have to have those foods that nourish our souls and, you know, that we enjoy as well. So, Yeah, yeah I, t- I I agree with your philosophy. So I know that you work with a lot of, like, mid-aged women, like, you know, yes. our, our age. Um, yeah, obviously, like, there's hormones, bodies are changing, things like that. How do, how do you help women? Of the sort of midlife, hairy menopause? Yeah, yeah, yeah that area. Yeah, it's a really tough stage of life for women. I mean, we are just on a hormonal roller coaster through our entire life. Um, Obviously, there's all different major stages of life where our hormones change and our nutritional needs change, our bodies change. There's a lot of change going on even on a monthly basis. You know, every week we're in a different phase of our menstrual cycle. So there's change for a woman like constantly and perimenopause is quite a challenging time for many women some just breeze through it and but most don't um it's a it's a hard age where um with the hormonal changes and estrogen dropping a lot of women tend to um have a lot of symptoms um you know they're getting hot flushes they're getting uh weight gain especially around the abdominal region very glamorous isn't it it's wonderful. It's wonderful. We get um, emotional changes, uh, skin changes, hair changes. I mean, there can be so many different things that go on um, during this perimenopause, menopause stage of life, but we can also embrace it embrace it and embrace a lot of healthy habits to really try and optimise going through it and minimise our symptoms. Um you know, I mean, I really look at the the five main pillars of holistic health. I work through a very integrative holistic lens and we very much focus on what are we eating, like how are we moving our body, uh, how are we sleeping, so underrated, how we sleep during this stage of life, um, how are we managing our stress and our mindset um, and also like how's our relationships we're not just with our loved ones but with ourselves as well because we can be very self-critical at this stage it's a it's a hard stage to go through and sometimes we can be our worst enemy with the body changes and the mood changes and the emotional changes and things that are going on so we look at um all of those sort of uh foundations and we can work on every 
stage, uh, so every foundation, by just mastering the basics of each stage. So basically by mastering the stage or like literally having a better understanding and insight into yourself and the, and what's happening with you, perimenopause and menopause doesn't have to be a terrible chapter of life. No, it doesn't. And the thing is there are so many things we can do within our diet and lifestyle yeah. to improve that journey of going through perimenopause, menopause. Um, and, you know, if you've, and if you have done all of those things, like you've changed your diet, you've improved your diet, you've really looked after yourself from a lifestyle lifestyle perspective as well, and you're still getting symptoms, then obviously there's there are medicines, there are supplements, there are other things that you can do as well. Um, and you don't just have to go down what I'm what I sort of try and educate people about is you don't just have to default to a medical solution as in go on HRT, go and get a marina, go and have certain medications or things like that, or some women are having hysterectomies or, you know, going to some great lengths to medically um, go through this stage of life. There are definitely diet and lifestyle things that you can do to enhance this stage and make it easier. Um, and I believe that both medical and holistic approaches can work very nicely together. So, mm. Super interesting. It's also a topic of conversation that really wasn't around in the past. So it's actually nice oh. that people are talking about it now. Yeah, it's actually interesting because it's funny. Like I hear people like my girlfriends talking um, like I talk about perimenopause and menopause with my clients all the time, mm-hmm. but what my friends are saying is that they've noticed that this once taboo conversation is definitely something that we are being more public about, that we're all addressing um, more positively. And, you know, I think this stage of life used to be like seen as like it all goes downhill from here. You know, when you hit Correct. that, you become... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all over. And I think the way women are going through it now, it's like, no, this is like, this is like the beginning of the next exciting chapter and we can embrace it and we can be strong and we can be amazing and we can be healthy and we can like have a really good next chapter. Mm. Um, If we just know the sort of, as I say, mastering the basic basics to really just look after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Now, you you are really busy because you've already said you've got the family, you've got the dogs, you've got lots going on um, with work and I'm assuming lots in your head as well because you've got so many skills that you really could do anything and everything. Um, how do you structure your time for productivity? That's a really good question and that's why I have an amazing business coach called Alison because <laughs> that is my, uh, well, you know, I try really hard. Yeah, I really try hard. I try and, you know, dedicate, you know, my work days and my work days. And even if I'm not chock block on that day with clients, I will still make sure that I'm getting my admin done. I'm trying to get my emails returned. Um, Like I really try and um, separate work from home life. Um, So I have to be quite structured in that way. Uh, I guess the issue is, as many of us do, we often bring work home and we're, yeah, so basically, you know, sometimes we are working at night, returning emails at night. I'm always going, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be doing this. So I could do it better. It's a juggle um, and I'm coming back. And, yeah, it's a real juggle. And, um, 
And sometimes I feel like I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing it all well because I'm doing too many things. I've got too many uh, balls in the air at once. Mm. It's so. a I think, like, I think if you've got really good grounding and if you kind of lose your air of productivity, you can always, like, stop, reset, and then come back. And that comes back to having a really good foundation in your routine and your mindset and everything really that you work on in your business. Yeah. And the other thing I really practice, I mean, this is what I preach with my clients is we don't have to be perfect. It's too much pressure to do it all perfectly. And, you know, be happy with doing a good enough job at, you know, like, you know, be confident with what you do, but also don't, if it's not perfect, um, it's okay. You know, people are not going to, well, I don't think, you know, obviously in your work life you want to be professional and work within your scope of practice and, you know, obviously deliver a very um, professional service. Yeah. But I sort of have learnt in my home life that it doesn't definitely doesn't doesn't have to be perfect, mm. and I've let go a lot with that sort of stuff, and, yes. and everyone's okay with it. Yeah, that leads me to a really interesting question, Romy. So let's just say you're super busy at work. Nutrition is of high importance, but there's no food for dinner. So what do you do in that scenario? Do, do you kind of just go whatever, or do you do you meal prep, or what's your solution? So, look, in an ideal world on a great week, I've meal prepped. As in, I don't meal prep for days ahead, but I always make sure, look, I try and make life as simple as possible. So I will get a fruit delivery to my house rather than go to the fruit shop. Um, I will try and buy all my meat for a few days or fish and have it in the freezer and pull it out or, you know, I actually have a, have a daughter who's finished school who's so helpful for me. So she'll also run around and do a lot of stuff. But sometimes I get home at 6.30 at night and I'm like nothing's been made and I'm just not, like our default meal is always a tuna salad. Like everyone loves a tuna salad in my house. So I can whip that up with myself or one of my kids or one of my kids will do it in like 15, 20, 15 minutes, not even. So I just go for really simple meals and um, or it could just be like, you know, a tuna pasta or something very simple to whip up. Yeah. It could also be Uber Eats. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but when I can, I meal prep. I make sort of things for maybe two days in advance, two to three days. Things get eaten quickly in my house because mm-hmm. I've got older kids. One is a male. He eats everything. Oh my God, they eat so much, don't they? Yeah, they do. But but you know, I just also just don't have that expectation on myself. I used yes. to, but more yes. recently, it's been like, well, if there's no dinner, like my kids will have eggs on toast. You know, it's dinner doesn't have to be like going out to a Michelin star restaurant. Mm-hmm. Definitely not in my house yeah. anyway. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And also, they're old enough that they can get in that kitchen and whip stuff up as you say yeah and um, and the, and they do and they yeah. do so um yeah so when my um the pressure is off a lot in that department it's definitely I think harder when you've got younger kids it is. and oh. you know they can't help you in that department mm-hmm. and the pressure's on but I mean look the, for me my advice to others is like be organized dedicate some time to do a shopping list go and get things that you need for the week ahead um, on the Sunday or if you've got a day off work or something where you can just be pre um, plan ahead, 
know what you're cooking. If especially you've got young kids, have a bit of a repertoire. Um, so you know that Monday's this, Tuesday's this, it makes Wednesday's something else and it makes it a lot easier. Um, but having the food in your pantry and fridge is the key to eating well. And if you don't have those in the house, yeah. if you don't have the right foods in the house, then we tend to reach for other stuff or, you know. But that's okay too. Like, you know, we've got to be real. That's that's the exactly. whole thing. Eating doesn't have to be perfect no. and um, you just have to do the best you can. Yeah. What would you say you're most passionate about in your business? I'm definitely passionate about the change that I see in my clients. Like that is just what I get most excited about when I can see them changing their lives and when I I sort of have this philosophy, um, like a lot of people ring up and go, do you do nutrition plans? And I'm like, like, you just tell me what to eat. I just want to know what, just give me a recipe thing of what to eat for the next week. And I'm like, that's not the way I work because the way I work is, you know, there's that saying, give a man a fish, he has a meal for a day, teach a man to fish, he has a meal for a lifetime. And that's my philosophy is I want to educate my clients to learn all about themselves, all about their bodies, all about how to nourish their bodies, not just from a nutrition perspective, but also from a lifestyle perspective and how to like optimize their well-being and have all the tools they need to do that so they can go off into the world and apply that you know, forever. So when I see that journey with my clients where they go from really just being in a bit of a a rut, I guess, with their health and well-being and just where they're at in life and just seeing them take off just very slowly with, you know, little steps at a time, building blocks and just seeing them go to this like on this journey of improving their health and improving their lifestyle and just improving just the way they live in general, you know, and seeing that is for me very empowering. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. All right, Romy, where can everyone find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at The Integrative Nutritionist um, or on Facebook uh, or you can find me on my website, uh, www.rbhealth.com dot com dot au and I work out of Armadale and Hawthorne and via telehealth and if anyone wants to have a chat with me if they're not sure you're welcome to book in for a discovery call which is a free 15 minute chat where we can work out if we connect together and if I can help you with your concerns. Amazing and I must just quickly ask do you have like an ebook or anything with recipes that people can access or download? I have a breakfast ebook. Okay. So I have I have a breakfast ebook because I believe that we should start our day with a nourishing nutrient dense breakfast. That is just my philosophy. So I have a breakfast ebook with recipes that people can have a look at which is, you know, a balanced meal and a good way to start the day. Um so that is available free on my website. Amazing. And I have a lot of resources for my clients. Once yes. they're on board with me, um, um, that's part of the part of the service is yeah. that we okay. I share a lot of information with them. Amazing. Romy, thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to see you. I'm coming to Melbourne soon, so I'll see you when I'm there. Good. <laughs> well, let's have a coffee. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Romy. All right. Pleasure. Thanks for having me, Alison. Mm-hmm.